Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know. What were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today strategies from the experts who've won them. Advice from the bookmakers who designed them. This is the Football Contest Show on VSEN, the sports betting network. Welcome in, everybody. It is indeed the Football Contest Show right here on VSEN, the sports betting network. Brady Cannon and Mike Pritchard with you live from the South Point Hotel Casino and Spa in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. National Finals Rodeo Week going on here <laughs> at the South Point. A lot of Cowboys in town having a great time here down at the South Point. And momentarily, we'll uh, go down to the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. They're having a great time down there, as always, as well. We'll be joined by Derek Stevens, Mike Palm, and also Jeffrey Benson. Go over all the plays, the sec- uh, selections, the s- consensus selections, rather, for the Circa Mill and Circus Survivor and Circus Survivor, Mike, really heating up as we only now have 70 players or 70 entries mm-hmm. left in this contest. The inherent value of those 70 tickets now is nearly $88,000. We have, you know, it's really changed. We started out the season where the elimination rate was on an unprecedented pace. And now over the last few weeks, just very few people getting eliminated. We've apparently got the cream of the crop here playing for the $6.133 million with just 70 people people left and only one knocked out last week. Yeah, the prospects of one person winning Survivor 2. <laughs> you love I'm that. holding that, out That's hope. your thing. <laughs> yeah, because of the intrigue of it, right? The the Christmas uh, uh, week situation, too, is still in front. Uh, all the strategy, I mean, that has played out, too, in this contest has been spectacular. Uh, and we're down the stretch. We turn the corner. I we're think down we're the officially stretch. down the stretch. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then... Um, with Million, I mean, they have money to hand out, quarterlies, too. So That's right. Uh, good to find out that information. So uh, looking forward to the show. 
Yeah, we had uh, quarter number three conclude in week 13, and now week 14, here we are. The final quarter of the season in Circa Million, $150,000 for the first price there. Of course, a quarterly booby prize as well. It will be a five-week quarter, five weeks remaining in the NFL season. So, yeah, a lot going on for sure with both Circa Million and Circa Survivor. And with that, uh, let's get to uh, the information with our guys down there at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Again, Derek Stevens, Jeffrey Benson, and Mike Palm. Gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us once again here on the Football Contest Show. Uh, of course, Mike and I discussing both Survivor and Million and I want to start with Million. I mean, what a wild end of that quarter. If you look at some of these standings, you've got Bradshaw 3, his third entry, Bradshaw in his third ticket. He is a winner of $83,000 basically for the quarterly prize, the third quarterly prize in Circa Million. And then you've got Bradshaw 1, another one of his entries, picked up another five grand at 16-3-1 over the course of the four weeks. So this guy has been on an incredible run. And then you have Look, Ma, no hands. He also picked up five grand at 16, three and one. He's also tied for second overall in the entire contest. The season long result, he's in second currently. And then I found it really odd as well. You've got Sunday best to his second entry, 16, three and one picked up 5,000 there. And he's also in the lead for the booby prize for the full season. Guys, this is pretty wild after three quarters with what's going on. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Uh, obviously, Derek talked about it last week. You know, he had a ton of uh, people that were bunched up going for that uh, first place quarterly prize. And um, as it kind of played out, we saw three people tie for first. So once we get off the show, we're heading over to the book. Uh, we're going to be paying out uh, one of those first place prize winners. And as you guys talked about earlier, uh, obviously, this is the uh, first week of the last quarter, which is a five week quarter. Um, and the last, uh, the last quarter of the season. So certainly as we kind of turn, uh, turn for home here per se, um, certainly a lot of stuff, uh, left to be, uh, decided in the final year long season prizes. Um, but certainly a lot of contestants, uh, here in the running. Well, yeah, it's, it's hot and heavy. So let's get to it, uh, with circa million, uh, and the consensus, uh, top five selections here for this week. Yep, uh, the Week 14 Top 5 consensus for the Circus Sports Millions are as follows. The number one overall most popular choice this week was the Chargers plus 3.5 at home against the Miami Dolphins. That had a total of 1,350 selections. Working our way down the list, the Bengals minus 5.5 at home versus the Cleveland Browns. That had a total of 1,344 selections. The number three most popular choice this week, the Eagles minus 6.5 on the road against the New York Giants that had a total of 1,222 selections. Fourth most popular, Derek's hometown team, the Detroit Lions, minus two and a half, and the social media game of the week versus the Minnesota Vikings <laughs> with 1,204 selections. And then last but not least, uh, the Seattle Seahawks at home against the Carolina Panthers with 1,181 total selections. So, to recap one more time for the listeners, the Chargers plus three and a half, the Bengals minus five and a half, the Eagles minus six and a half, the Lions minus two and a half, and the Seattle Seahawks minus three and a half are this week's top five consensus picks. 
Very interesting. Yeah. Mike Palm, I want to direct my question to you, maybe get some of your reaction. I, I think four out, really almost, well, I guess four out of five of those picks uh, certainly are taking advantage of the lines that come out at Circa on Thursday morning. All of those games, except for the Lions, have a better number in the actual live market currently. Uh, secondly, I also think it's very interesting. Jeff talked about it, the social media battle, the Vikings and the Lions. Not much difference in those two selections. Uh, just over 1,200 people on the Lions and uh, just over 1,100 selections on the Vikings. So not a real big split there in that game. No, well, the most shocking thing this week was that Jeff Benson actually got involved in the battle. I didn't think he'd... Uh stick his nose in there as well. Uh, you're right, though. I mean, the Chargers, obviously, it's a big difference, three, three and a half uh, off the market. Um, and the Eagles, I mean, this line we saw touch seven and a half as well, getting them at six and a half just under the touchdown. So I don't know that any of it's surprising uh, other than the Lions uh, at two and a half, which is, is not a great number to the market. But a lot of people feel strongly about this. I guess is an anti-Minnesota play. And then on the other side, you see the 1,100 who are taking advantage of the off-market number with the fourth and sixth most picks. Um, so I, I wasn't shocked by it. I'm not a, a big Chargers backer. So, I mean, I, I wouldn't thought they would have been number one, but that's the power of a three and a half versus a three. Hey, Jeff, what has the action been like at the window between the 49ers and the Buccaneers? This seems to me like the game of the week, maybe not only in reality for sports fans and sports viewers, but also handle-wise, uh, you know, Brock Purdy, Tom Brady going back home. And, uh, of course, three-and-a-half is the number, which is surprising to a lot of people. Tom Brady getting three-and-a-half from a, you know, Mr. Irrelevant and what have you. But it's pretty much a dead-even split here in the Circa Millions. 967 people on the Niners, 996 entries on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, we've seen good two-way over the counter. I mean, obviously, when you look at the look-ahead line here, the look-ahead line was six. Um, and then basically, as a better, you're in essence handicapping what that drop-off from Jimmy G to Brock Purdy was. The market says it's two and a half points. Obviously, it may be different if it was a different situation. Uh, but when you look at San Francisco, obviously, it's a system-based offense. Uh, they got a great offensive line, a fantastic defense, and you know great weapons. Um, you know, at D with, when you look at Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle, and then obviously a great backfield led by Christian McCaffrey. So, the market's uh, stating uh, that the drop off from Jimmy G to Brock Purdy's two and a half points. It'll be interesting to see how betters uh, view that. Um, but when you look at the Circa Million and you look at over the counter, it looks to be pretty 50-50 at this point. Um, with nobody tipping their hand in terms of the market moving one way or the other. Hey, Brady, I just want to interject. You know, this Mr. Irrelevant story with Brock Purdy. Going into his senior season in Ames, he was actually a favorite to be a top 10 overall draft pick. You had to lay $1.50 or $1.60, depending on where you got it, with Brock Purdy. And there was a market for him to be the overall number one pick. Now, he struggled early in his senior year. Obviously, he got replaced as a starter in a couple of games there. But think of the lift you get from going from Matt Campbell uh, to Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, and I would also say when you look at games like this, you know, when you look at last week, a lot of times when a rookie quarterback comes in and it's his first start, you know, the defense isn't going to necessarily have much tape on him um, or really know how to game plan for him because it's happening on the fly. Um, obviously, the Buccaneers will have all of last week to look at the game film um, and have all this week to prepare um, in terms of, you know, changing from what, you know, Jimmy G, G did uh, to what Brock Purdy is going to do. So you could certainly see some regression uh, in terms of how well uh, Brock Purdy played last week. 
Uh, but it'll be interesting to see how betters view this one come Sunday morning. Now, Mike, I think you make a good point. And obviously, Brock Purdy looked really good in relief last week, played a hell of a game in beating the Miami Dolphins for the San Francisco 49ers. And Jeff, to your point, that gives the Tampa Bay Buccaneers a little bit of tape on this guy. But, you know, I think Todd Bowles is going to throw everything at him, really try and disrupt him. And and I think Kyle Shanahan obviously knows that and can probably game plan against that. I, I kind of lean with the 49ers laying three and a hook in this game, guys. Yeah, I mean, I think when you look at the power rankings before Jimmy G got hurt, I mean, I think one could argue that San Francisco was probably the third best team in football behind the Kansas City Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills. So, you know, it's just trying to figure out how you quantify what that drop off is worth and, you know, how you think he's going to fare in that system. Um, but, you know, like I said, the look ahead line was six. It's now down to three and a half. Um, and I think we'll see betters kind of express what their opinion as it relates to Brock Purdy's value is uh, come tomorrow morning. Yeah, who knew that a 13 quarterback uh, could be uh, this popular, though, right? I mean, uh, that's like Brett Favre getting, you know, that kind of payback in terms of he was a third-team quarterback on our team, and then he got traded away. So I guess is, is Brock Purdy trending that way? I mean, come on. He's the next Brett Favre. <laughs> come on. <laughs> I well, mean, I think it's also interesting because when you when you look at these different situations, you know, the drop-off from the starter to the backup, you know, sometimes yeah. it's six, seven, eight points. And so I think a lot of times the public will look at this um, and say, you know, Tampa Bay should be favored, but obviously the market's spoken, and, you know, it's, you know, it's a pretty solid three-and-a-half out there. Yeah. Well, it's very interesting also to think, you know, just in general that Jimmy G is only two and a half points better than Brock Purdy. But I think so much of that goes into the opponent this week. Also, how good the rest of the cast is around the San Francisco 49ers quarterback, which is a pretty good surrounding cast. Indeed, the guys are going to stick around. We have more to come here. We're going to dive into Circa Survivor again, the top five picks in Circa Million Chargers, Bengals. Eagles, Lions, and Seahawks. We'll be right back with more in just a moment. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break. And consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish. Streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. 
I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. This is the Football Contest Show on VSEN, the sports betting network. College Bowl season is about to kick off, and VEASAN has you covered with this year's College Football Bowl Guide. This year's guide has picks on the spread and the total of every bowl game from VEASAN experts and Brent Musburger. Steve Mackinnon has power ratings for every team and breaks down the motivational factors that affect bowl games. Josh Applebaum will give you insight into bowl betting strategy, and Adam Burke can help you give you an advantage if you're a part of a bowl confidence pool. Give yourself an edge. Visit vcin.com slash subscribe to check out the College Football Bowl Betting Guide. That's VSIN.com slash subscribe. Welcome back to the Football Contest Show. Brady Cannon and Mike Pritchard, and we continue our segment as we do each and every week with the guys from Circus Sports, and it's time to get into Circus Survivor. Once again, the top five most popular picks for Circa Million, the Chargers, the Bengals, the Eagles, the Lions, and the Seahawks. But time now to focus on Circus Survivor, and boy, how can you not? Down to 70 entries. We've got five weeks left of football. The inherent value of those 70 entries is $87,614. And Derek, you alluded to this last week. It's a lot about availability. How many entries have you know teams left that they can still play? Only eight entries left on the Bills, 11 on the Bengals, nine on the Cowboys, seven on the Chiefs. Of course, the Cowboys and the Chiefs Big favorites this week. And Derek, I know you do your spot every week on VEASAN Primetime. And uh, your partner there, uh, Big Balls, Chris Wilbo, uh, he mentioned the Raiders would be his selection. And, of course, that was another, I figure, popular pick this week as they were six-point favorites on the road at Los Angeles. We know how that turned out. So, so let's get to it, my man. Uh, without further ado, who are the most popular selections this week in Circus Survivor? Well, Brady, you hit the nail on the head. It's all about availability, and uh, we're seeing, uh, you know, a, a lot a lot of teams selected. We kind of knew this was going to happen because all the big favorites have very limited availability going into week 14. So this week we have a total of um, a total of 12 teams selected. Wow. Um, we start with 70. Uh, the leading uh, selection was the Seattle Seahawks with 15. Uh, the second um, highest selected team was the Tennessee Titans. And uh, look what we have right here. Uh, I think this is what everyone was speculating about. There were 11 entrants on the Raiders. So, mm. you know, the effective number now is 59. As wow. we keep going down through it, you know, the Cowboys were the fourth selection with eight selections, and uh, the Bills uh, came in fifth with seven. Then it goes down, Cincinnati with six, the Detroit Lions with four, uh, Kansas City Chiefs with three, 
And then single selections on the New England Patriots, Arizona Cardinals, Pittsburgh Steelers, and uh, and the Philadelphia Eagles. So you could see, I mean, this availability just continues to uh, continues to get squeezed. I mean, there's, I mean, effectively, there's nothing left with Cowboys, Bills, uh, you know, Bengals, Chiefs, all that, Eagles. So I mean, this just this is really where it just gets tougher and tougher. But uh, yeah, the the real the big news here is it's a total of twelve teams selected for Week 14, and the the one team selected on Thursday, unfortunately, uh, eleven circus survivors got knocked out with the Raiders. I can't believe that one person didn't choose the Cowboys. I can't believe all, all nine people who had the Cowboys didn't take the Cowboys. I was surprised about that too. I thought for sure I brought it up with uh, on, on primetime, and uh, actually I think I talked about it with Matt Humans yesterday, like. There, there are nine entries on the Cowboys, and I was very sure there would have been nine selections on the Cowboys today. So I agree. There's, there's one contestant that's keeping the Cowboys in his hand for, for, a, for a later date at this point. I don't know if we're going to see another 17-and-a-half-point favorite coming up, but, uh, but they still have that in their hand. Derek, you also mentioned uh, availability, too, with the Bills. Uh, seven people selected the Bills um, and I think you mentioned to Matt, maybe eight people might have the bills available. Yeah, there were eight people with the bills and, uh, there's one contestant that, that kept the bills in their hand as well. So, um, yeah, I, I thought, I thought for sure we would see eight, eight, uh, eight bills and, mm. uh, and, uh, and, and, uh, nine Cowboys. You know, what's interesting guys, uh, Derek and Jeff, I'll direct this to you. Mike, certainly chip in please. But uh, you had 11 entries go with a road favorite in the Las Vegas Raiders. And, of course, that did not go out well. Uh, but then you also have just two entries left with the Eagles. Only two entries out of the 70 still had the Eagles available. And one of them went to uh, this week in the role of a road favorite. That seems a little bit dangerous. Uh, you know, if you're that guy and you've got just one you know, left on the Eagles, you chose them in this spot. Yeah, you know, the one thing one thing I would say, you know, when we come on the show and we, and we do this with you, you know, we're looking at we're looking at the circuit survivor really holistically right now at this moment in time. Um when you get down and you you go to the website and and you check the availability, um each one of these contestants has uh it's it's pretty clear they have a pretty well thought out strategy and um some of them have pitfalls when it comes to Christmas. Some of them have pitfalls when it comes to you know, week 16, things like that. So, um, you know, every every contestant now has a, a you know, they, they've got their own strategy because, you know, they've, they've driven three-quarters away across the country right now, but but they all have their own pitfalls. So, some you know, some contestants are worried about Christmas more than others. Some are more worried about this week 16. So everybody's got their own story to them, but uh, but this is going to be a real, real tough week. I mean, when you when you have 12 teams selected, you, you kind of know you're going to have uh, – uh, you're going to have a few knockouts here. Yeah, I think that's kind of why it's interesting to see the Raiders have 11 picks. I think people were trying to get this one out of the way before obviously getting to the gauntlet of Sunday. Um, and a lot of the people who had the Raiders, you know, probably did not have uh, the Bills or the Cowboys. And the Raiders at that time, when you look at the market, was probably the biggest favorite that they had. Um, so I think that's probably why you saw a lot of Raiders to this point. But when you look at the top two teams that were picked, uh, the Seahawks and the Titans. I mean, obviously that's a three and a half, you know, four point spread, depending upon where you look. Um, you know, that's probably the lowest uh, in term. That's probably the lowest spread uh, for a consensus uh, play up to this point. 
looking at uh, the Raiders go out uh, or take people out with the survivor, I mean, uh, looking at other plays that potentially could be that risky situation. I mean, I'm not expecting the Bengals to be that risky, even though Burrow has not defeated the Cleveland Browns, though. Well, I think you got that that hangs over his head, but there's a, a little revenge factor there. They got embarrassed on Monday night against the Browns last time. How about 15 people on the Seahawks, a three-and-a-half-point yeah. road favorite playing a billion miles from home? And the poor people who took the Raiders. I mean, what a conflagration of events that have to happen. Carr throws a horrible interception before they have. Let's not forget the Rams were punting down 13 with 12 and a half minutes to go, and they go off sides on fourth and three. And then in a David Shaw-like nine-minute drive when you're down two scores score, then you can't get third and one. The whole thing with knocking the ball. I mean, they were on the right side there. But here's what I think is interesting. Knowing people knew who didn't take the Raiders, there was probably going to be eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 picks on the Raiders out of the 15. It's interesting that we have a single play on the Cardinals and a single play on the Patriots on Monday night. Sort of positioning yourself if there's chaos, if the Seahawks lose, if the Titans lose. You know, there were only so many big favorites available. Maybe you go into Monday night and there's only 30 people left and you've created a lot more value for your ticket if you want to start monetizing it. Yeah, really good point, Mike. I mean, we, we talked about what each ticket was worth before, you know, before the show, but effectively right now, each ticket's worth 103000 right now. And you're right, by Monday night, it very well could be double that. Yeah, that, that's great, Mike. I was going to ask you guys about that. We had that situation earlier this year. I believe it was the Pittsburgh Steelers and maybe the Eagles or something like that. I can't exactly – maybe the Saints, rather. The Saints and the and the uh, Steelers. And we had an entry on either side of those. And, and we speculated that maybe that was the same person, you know, already getting into that strategy. That was pretty earlier in the year or early in the season, we thought, to employ that type of strategy. But maybe here – Jeffrey, do you have any insight that that maybe could be someone that is holding two entries on both Arizona and New England? It, it certainly well could be. I mean, when you look at it, I mean, it could be somebody who's trying to get rid of two garbage teams uh, and leave themselves, you know, with the last five weeks of the season when you include Christmas. So that, that very well may be the strategy. It could be people working together. You just never know until you really get out the matrix um, and really see what, you know, any of those individuals who have more than one entry are doing. So 59 entries now live in Circus Survivor. What are the odds uh, that it's a single winner, Jeff? Uh, I mean, I think it's a huge favorite that it's going to be multiple people and that it's going to be 20 and 0. See, wow. Mike, Mike yeah. Pritchard, you're, you're just uh, you're raining on his parade. He really wants it to be one guy for yeah. the 6.133. Guys, uh, thank you so I, much. I think it'd be cool, too, yeah. but. It would be amazing. I mean, if you could promote that going into uh, Survivor number four, right? That one guy won 6.133. Yeah, I think we could figure out a way to uh, <laughs> to market that. That would be something pretty special. I, I'm interested to see. I mean, will 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 it will we have a will we go 20 and 0? I still think that's the case. But uh, wouldn't it be something if everybody got knocked out on week 17 and there was a chop that way? Wow. Yeah. Well, you'd uh, love it because there's no million-dollar bonus. <laughs> <laughs> he was relieved to see six people take the Bengals oh, in that case. No. Come on, guys. <laughs> Go hand out some checks, gentlemen. Right. Have fun. Thank you very much for doing it. Derek Stevens, Jeff Benson, and Mike Palm from the Circa Resort and Casino. We'll continue the football contest show here in just a moment.
This is the Football Contest Show on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. Watch football with a little more on the line by playing free in the Guinness Time Challenge. Just visit DraftKings.com slash Guinness. Set your lineup and watch the action unfold as you play for your share of $115,000 all season long. Guinness, made of more. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Brady Cannon and Mike Pritchard with you here in the Football Contest Show, and it is time to bring in our guest. We do a guest segment, a uh, former contestant or a current contestant in either Circa Survivor, Circa Million, what have you. And who do we have this week? We have got Bobby Brubeck. He is a professional better. You can follow him on Twitter at BrewBuckets, and he is the inaugural, the original 2020 Circa Survivor champion. He co-champion. He had to split that a few different ways. But, Bobby, congratulations. And thank you so much for joining us here on the football contest show today. I want to get into your experience first. And obviously you are a professional better, and I'm sure you've had many highs and lows and great sweats throughout your career. Was there anyone that topped circus survivor in 2020? Hey guys, great to be with you. Uh, just sweating out some college hoops right now. Uh, yeah, you know, that was a really, really neat thing. Not only because it was the, you know, the first one at circa, uh, and you know, it was, and it's just gotten harder every year. This year's just been really, really tough with just, uh, added kind of bogeys that, that, uh, Derek's put out there. That's really cool with Christmas being an extra pick and so forth. But, uh, yeah, I've had some pretty big sweats in, uh, in college basketball. For my, uh, I've had college football and pro football a bit, but mostly a college basketball handicapper. And I've had some March madness. Uh, we get, I get into it pretty deep. So I've had some pretty big Big swings there, but uh, winning the circa was certainly uh, certainly up there. Bobby, it's a pleasure to talk to you because I, I, I'm all about strategy and, and figuring out how, how you guys do it as professional betters. And uh, one of the concepts I want to go over with you is, um, is it easier to identify, for instance, when it's betting football or any sport really, is it easier to identify a team to fade or is it easier to identify uh, teams that you're interested in backing? I would say it's definitely easier to to find a team to fade, and there's a number of reasons why. A couple of them being that you know when they're you know it's kind of I don't know if you guys are, are horse racing fans at all, but I'm a big horse racing better. And if someone told me, hey, their horse is going to win, everyone thinks their horse is going to win. But if I get information that they were going to win versus someone telling you their horse is going to lose, you could do a lot more with the horse that's going to lose around that because. Uh, there's a lot of ways to make money, but yeah, I just think that some when teams either, uh, you know, either there's a locker room issue or they just have nothing to play for. And you just see that downhill momentum where when they're winning, you know, it's, it's tough to win every week. You know, these teams get up for you and so forth. So I think definitely uh, fading a team and, and staying with that is, is certainly easier. Bobby, did you employ that strategy in the Circus Survivor Contest in 2020 and the Circus Survivor Contest going forward that you have participated in as well? And I wonder if you did it that way because, you know, obviously Circa Million or just betting on the NFL in general, you're always dealing with a point spread. And Circus Survivor is so much about picking a team, obviously, to win the game. Are you still of the mindset of going against a team rather than trying to quote unquote pick the winner? Well, I think that is, I would lean towards that you would go against the team before the other. But I think even more than that is there's so much game theory involved. So you kind of have to like 
you know, get, get, you know, at the beginning of the year, uh, I have a couple guys that I do it with and we look at the schedule and we kind of start with some type of blueprint of what we're going to do. Now, of course, things are going to change as they always do, but the game theory pieces, you know, about half of the field really doesn't have a chance to win because they're going to constantly pick the favorites in every week, the top three choices, and they're going to have nothing left by probably, you know, maybe halfway through the season or even less. Um, so I, the betting percentages of what a team will be, uh, you know, as far as like, you know, you're never going to play a team that's going to be the favorite for that week. You just can't do it. Um, now, if you have multiple entries, like we played 12 entries when we won it, we had 12 entries that year. We had 12 again this year and we, we were just got knocked out a couple of weeks ago in like about the 80, 80, 80 person group. But uh, yeah, you really need to look at like, you know, who's on what and you got to take chances. You know, you have to be aggressive because you're not getting paid for 20th place. Bobby, uh, you bring up the multiple entries, and I guess you've got a story about how you had a few entries the year that you won it in the inaugural 2020 Circus Survivor. Please fill us in there. I guess there, and, and we all have ups and downs uh, throughout an entire football season, but uh, I'm sure yours was pretty interesting on that campaign when you went on to win. It's a pretty funny story. So I really haven't told anyone. And on Mitch, Mitch and Polly were, were, were talking about it for three or four weeks after the fact that. Who could be so dumb, uh, you know, 90% of the way through the contest? I think we were almost three weeks from the end. And we had a, we didn't have an actual, uh, we had a friend of ours putting into play. She lived out there and he was a poker dealer. And we had five entries left. And we, uh, we had put, he, well, that's not right. We had, we had, yeah, we had five entries left, three with this fellow who was, who was one of the proxies that we had. And he was a poker dealer at one of the casinos there. And he was dealing this late night game and he basically fell asleep and never made it to that three o'clock cutoff. And he called the circa, uh, three Oh five, three Oh seven, talked to Jeff or some of the guys there. And they're like, look at man, it's really clear. It's three o'clock is the cutoff. So we actually lost 60% of our entries in like week 16 or 15, and uh, we still made it over the line with the two we had with one of them, but we for sure would have probably uh, had at least one get over. But yeah, it's kind of kind of an interesting story that uh, like how stupid we were to, for that to happen, and then we still got there. Yeah, I always say, you know, you, you can never really throw people too far under the bus when you see a, a missed pick because there's a thousand different reasons why someone might not get to the window in time, Mike. Yeah, absolutely. You know, Survivor now moving forward, we still have the Christmas Eve and then Christmas Day schedule. Uh, and, and that situation moving forward with this contest, Bobby, uh, just curious about mapping it out now i mean the the field is so small we just heard about the the knockout situation with the raiders and uh you're down to 59 entries here uh is it a situation in which this can be uh mapped out easily uh knowing about availability and certain teams available for players or, or is this still equally as difficult no it's equally as difficult prince i'll tell you like right now you're just you're gonna have to you know it's kind of like being in a poker tournament and you're going to have to win, you know, four or five all-ins when you're 50-50. And that's kind of where we're at now. You know, these 59 people are going to have to get lucky. And you're just going to, you're going to have to handicap one game in a game that's probably pick or a small favorite or most likely a small or medium-sized dog at some point. And you'll have to put your handicapping hat on and, you know, and, and get it done. But, uh, you know, it's tons of luck, obviously, to beat, you know, 6,200 people. It's, it's 
you know, it's quite a pass. But uh, yeah, I'm excited to always always see. I saw that that Raider game. What a bad beat that was. I mean, if you had the Raiders there, I mean, just oh, unbelievable. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's uh, you you got to you got you got to pick some winners here going down the stretch. Bobby Brubeck is our guest. You can follow him on Twitter at Brew Buckets. That's B-R-U Buckets. He is the champion, co-champion of the original Circus Survivor Contest that started in 2020. And, Bobby, I want to ask you, do you also play in Circa Million, or did you play in it this year as well? I did not play in it this year. Uh, I have played it in years past. Uh, got small in the money uh, a couple years ago, but did not do it this year. I've uh, been in the Westgate a few times, um, cashed in that a couple times, but nothing crazy. But uh, yeah, I tend to play them. But these, I just this, for some reason the Survivor just I really dig it. I just think it's such a cool contest, and Derek's done such a good job with you know, I mean, putting all the money back into the contest and everything. It's you know, it's one of the best contests in the world, I think. I wanted to ask you, following up on that, I know myself. I don't play in Survivor. I play in the Circa Million and the Westgate Super Contest because I just kind of gravitate towards, you know, the point spread and often look at underdogs. It's very difficult for me to play in a survivor contest where you really kind of have to focus on favorites. Do you find that conflict at all when you're playing in survivor or, or the other contests? Yeah, I do because I probably, in the, in the bets that I would make even college and pro, I'm probably an 80% underdog player um, for all the reasons that we know. Uh, so yeah, so there is a little bit of a conflict when you're like looking at a, a five point favorite that you probably, you know, you might even have in your power ratings as a three point favorite. You're like, well, that's the best available. And it's kind of going against yourself, so to speak. But yeah, you have to make these really tough decisions, um, especially when you get deep in the survivor. So, uh, yeah, I would say that that is a little bit of a conflict, but it's just, it is what it is. Bobby, about 30 seconds left. Uh, best game or uh, most uh, popular game for you uh, that you're looking at uh, this week in the National Football League? I like, I like the Ravens. I think that line's gone a little bit, uh, little bit too far with Lamar being out. I thought uh, Holly played great last year. Uh, and, you know, he wasn't the best the other, uh, you know, last Sunday against Denver. But I think with a full week with the first, first, first team reps, he'll be in good shape. And I like Baltimore to win that outright. Well, that's good news. Mike and I uh, are on the Ravens as well. Bobby, thank you so much for joining us. Congratulations again on your success, and I appreciate you coming on the program. Have a great weekend. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Have a good one. All right. That is Bobby Brubeck, the 2020 Circus Survivor Champion. We'll wrap up the show next right here on VSIN. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. Five to six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max.
Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. This is the Football Contest Show on v the Sports Betting Network. College Bowl season is about to kick off, and VEASAN has you covered with this year's College Football Bowl Guide. This year's guide has picks on the spread and the total for every bowl game from VEASAN experts and Brent Musburger. Steve Mackinnon has power ratings for every team and breaks down the motivational factors that affect bowl games. Josh Applebaum will give you insight into bowl betting strategy, and Adam Burke can help give you an advantage if you're a part of a bowl confidence pool. Give yourself an edge. Visit VEASAN.com slash subscribe to check out the College Football Bowl Bet guide that's vsin.com slash subscribe final segment of the football contest show and that is the time when mike and i get to our fictional little circa million contest we make five picks against the circa million lines and mr pritchard is coming for me here uh just trailing by two games is what it shows there on the graphic but mike has thrown the challenge flag he believes that there is an inaccuracy in his record there we're gonna have to go to the tape and see if uh, you are indeed only one game behind neither of us doing too well here mike uh in this fictional contest that we do week in and week out on the football contest show. Um, let's go ahead and get to your selections for this week, Mr. Pritchard. Yeah, my drop-off happened when I started aligning myself with the consensus. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the consensus has repeatedly taken it on the chin uh, when it comes to million, right? And um, so this week, uh, Brady, uh, before we got the reveal from Jeffrey Brinson, Mike Palm, and Derek Stevens, uh, I have the Lions on my play, mm-hmm. minus two and a half. Right. I have the Chargers at plus three and a half. That was a key number that we talked about before. Okay. Whether three or three and a half. So the three and a half with the Chargers situation. Jets plus nine and a half. I got to do something different. Right. Sure. <laughs> Trying to catch you. Yeah. Uh, the Eagles laying it uh, six and a half in the contest. We know what the window states right now, uh, too, uh, with the Eagles. And then the Ravens uh, at plus two and a half here on my play. So you have got uh, three uh, selections that are in the consensus. I know. 
can't can't the, believe it. Can't get off it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm making these picks before the consensus, and I'm not right. trying to guess it. But right, you and I both yeah. for the audience, we are making these selections before we know what the consensus mm -hmm. is. Just but, like you would do, obviously, in a, in a regular contest. Right, so I, I guess I'm with the public, and that's why I keep taking it on the chin in this contest between you and I. Well, what's interesting <laughs> is if you look at that Jets and Bills game, um, the Jets have actually have more selections in the true Circa Million contest. They have 984 selections on the Jets plus the 9.5, mm -hmm. 804 on the Bills, so you're in the majority there as well. And then this one was surprising to me as well. The Ravens also in the majority, mm. plus the two and a half, with over 1,100 selections on Baltimore and 857 on Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah, how about that? I mean, uh, some of these numbers uh, and the selections here are, are really incredible. I mean, Mike Palm talked about this too, uh, with the Chargers leading the way here with for plus three and a half. Yeah, uh, that's the number. You know, you think about the Titans that just missed the consensus. They're laying three and a half, right? And that's just a tough number to lay, but they just missed the consensus. Uh, and they're playing Jacksonville, uh, and Jacksonville beat the Chargers earlier this year, and they're catching three and a half. So I, I, was, I was curious why Jacksonville was in a more popular play. Well, you know, I can tell you one thing, and I think this is really interesting this week. Uh, oftentimes, the consensus selections in Circa Million and the Super Contest at mm -hmm. Westgate are very, very similar. Okay. If, sometimes they're not always in the same order as far as popularity, but a lot of times it is the exact same five teams. Mm -hmm. I think it's definitely going to be different this week, and, and this is to your point, because the Titans in the uh, Westgate Super Contest are laying four points. Okay, so, okay. you know, if you're just watching the live market here, which is currently Titans minus three and a half, why are you going to play? Why are you going to lay him with four in the contest? Right. right and it right. still may be a very popular pick if people think that they're just going to really trounce the Jaguars. But there would be one reason that it wouldn't necessarily mimic the circuit contest. The Eagles are laying seven mm -hmm. in the super contest. Uh, the Chargers are, are getting just three. In the Super Contest. So a big difference there with the Chargers not getting the hook. I can't imagine there's no way it's going to be the most popular pick, right? Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I mean, uh, especially the way the Chargers have been playing. I mean, uh, this is, yeah, that, that's, I mean, that's purely numbers, though. I mean, and oh, again, sure. from a betting standpoint, uh, that's something that needs to sink in with me a little bit more. Right. Well, I talked about it, you know, with Mike Palm too when we when they had uh, when they were on uh, in the first segment that all of these plays except for the Lions are really based on the current market versus the contest market. Right. The Chargers getting three and a half. Now you can still find that out there. The Bengals minus five and a half. You can still find that out there. Uh, the Eagles minus six and a half. Really not out there. Yeah. The Lions minus two and a half. That's really the only play. Uh, where they've gone kind of against the current market, and then the Seahawks have actually moved to minus four. So, so four out of these five selections really are kind of better prices than you can get in general in the market. Yeah, you know, and that's the thing about um, static lines too. I mean, for these contests, it's like are, are, so. In in, in, other, in other words, trying to align yourself with the consensus. Are you trying to get out in front of where these games potentially could go? Because you hear that all the time. Earlier in the week, sharp betters, professional betters, they feel like they're getting the best of the number because they sure. know that something's going to move. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And, and it is interesting to – I mean, the Westgate Super Contest, these, uh, the, 
the numbers come out for that contest on Wednesday evening about 5 p.m. Mm-hmm. and then circa the very next morning. So a lot of times there's some difference there. And this week a lot of difference uh, in uh, many games, I should say, a lot of different games that have different numbers between the two in just what not even a 12-hour period from when those selections <laughs> come out, uh, those lines change. Um, you and I are uh, on a couple of the same plays okay. here. Uh, my fictional plays, again, in our, uh, our little for show purposes, contest here the five plays against the circa million line uh i am on the lions with you minus two and a half as well uh i also took the chargers plus the three and a half i believe the hook is a big deal there we talked Mm -hmm. about that earlier on the pro football blitz uh and then i've got three selections that are different from you i took the panthers plus the four okay and uh i took the 49ers minus three and a half and i took the patriots minus one and a half Two of those selections there, the 49ers and the Panthers, Mike, uh, were kind of strategy plays for me where I felt I was going to be going opposite of the consensus. Okay. And obviously, I'm, you know, a handful of games under 500 in our fictional contest, so I felt it was a time where I needed to make up some ground. And not that this is a true contest in the sense that I'm only competing against <laughs> you, but but I still wanted to employ the strategy that you would use right? if you're struggling. And so I, I chose, I, I thought the Vikings would be a very popular pick. They were, but so were the Lions. Um, I figured the Buccaneers would be a very popular pick. Uh, I am in the minority according to the true contest with the 49ers, and I am certainly in the minority with the Panthers as well. Yeah, how are you feeling about the 49ers uh, there? You know, I, I, I have not bet the game. Yeah. Uh, again, I use them for strategic purposes mm-hmm. in our little contest. Right. You know, if you're trying to make up ground, you want to be in the minority. Yeah, absolutely. I get that, too. I mean, I, I think um, that's why I chose a booby against you. Uh, my probability and my odds of going up against the contest winner, I figure I'll go for the booby, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, every one of your selections is in the is in the majority. Yeah, no, I'm so public. I'm so public. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's fascinating because Mike Palm, we were, we were talking about that earlier in the contest show about – uh, Brock Purdy, right? And um, he's a 13 quarterback. He really yeah. is. And and the thing is, it's like it, we can fall in love with the situation um, because it's a story. Right. But in reality, here's what happened. Kenny Pickett got drafted ahead of him. Desmond Ritter got drafted ahead of him. Malik Willis got drafted ahead of him. Matt Corral got drafted ahead of him. Bailey Zappi, Sam Howell, um, gosh, Skylar Thompson, uh, all these guys got drafted in front of Brock Purdy. And it's like, if Brock Purdy was really legitimate, you know, how could that happen? And I know, okay, the draft is not, it's a, it's a crapshoot, right? I get that sometimes, but not to this level, I don't think. I don't think a lot of teams would miss uh, the talent of Brock Purdy uh, if, if it was legitimate out there. Yeah. Um, Maybe he developed into something special, but we'll find out uh, this weekend. Absolutely. We, I think we'll find out a lot this weekend. And certainly you can't just, you know, either close the book or, or the, the story still is going to remain to be told mm-hmm. after this weekend. Right. One game cannot uh, make a career necessarily. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I think Purdy's going to be pretty good. You mentioned the, the, the feel-good story there if he goes out and wins this game. Well, you know, there's also kind of a big storyline with Tom Brady coming home mm-hmm. in the Bay Area. And his, you know, he grew up being a fan of Joe Montana, went to Sarah High in San Mateo and everything. So, you know, I think people are kind of rooting for that little storybook deal too. Yeah, and his receiving core is healthy. I mean, uh, Brate's coming back, and uh, it'll be interesting to see if he can dink his, and dink and dunk his way 
uh, through that elite defense because that's what he's going to have to do and then take some chances when he can. But on the other side, Purdy, I don't know if he's going to have the opportunity to mess it up. I'll tell you what, my man, this was fun today. You it ready was. for football? You ready I for am. the contest? Yes, sir. Let's get after it. Uh, I can't wait. Week 14 is here. Enjoy your football Sunday, everybody. Hope you enjoyed the football contest show. Take, uh, thank you for tuning in. Thank you to Kevin Trask and Brian Ortega. Keep it here for more of VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years. Have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford. Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health, but by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.